So can you tell me what the rivalry is like between uh, Sunderland, Middlesbrough and Newcastle then? Yeah, I mean, I think, to be fair, as a Middlesbrough fan, I like to think the rivalry between them and us is really, really strong. But actually, having lived up in Newcastle, they don't don't really care about us that much. The rivalry between Sunderland and Newcastle is is borderline hatred at times when it comes to football. It really, really is. Until you've been to a time where you're Derby, um, you you haven't experienced an atmosphere like it. There is that passion between... um, Middlesbrough and Sunderland and, and Middlesbrough and Newcastle but it's not quite as strong and um, I suppose what's helped in the last few years is two of them have generally been closer to each other in the league than, than the other one so it hasn't been all three of them vying for the same for the same spot so I think with Middlesbrough the rivalry really tends to come towards the one who's closest to them in the league wow which at the moment is Sunderland unfortunately okay <laughs> so recently Nottingham Forest played Middlesbrough mm. and, and I bet you was loving it uh, until a few minutes to go. <laughs> so how was you feeling? I was you on the edge of your seat? I was, yeah. I was, I was, it was, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch the game because I was at a meeting at school until late, but I was listening to it on the radio on the way home and then I had it on the, on the BBC app and, and following the text updates and my wife and her family, they're all big Forest fans, so I always get it in the neck. Um, off them and I knew I was going to get it in the neck the next day so when we were 2-1 up I was oh get in and it it was it was absolutely brilliant but yeah edge of the seat and I could just tell something was going to happen because the way Middlesbrough are playing this season uh, there's not going to be a fairy tale ending unfortunately so it sounds like Forrest deserved the equaliser even though it was a little bit dodgy (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, we'll leave that at, at that dodgy point. So I've been thinking about questions to ask you, and one, one is when somebody turned around to you at some point and said, we want you to be the head teacher of the Farnborough Academy in Clifton, what did you do? Did you Google Clifton? Did you know about Clifton? What did you do at that moment? Right, well, it, it, it didn't happen like that. It happened the other way around, actually. Um, I'd been at my last school for, for 12 years and uh, I'd been promoted up to head teacher at that school um, from various different different jobs. But I'd always, always had a passion um, to work in a school that served a community very, very similar to the community I grew up in in the northeast. So I'd always said to my wife, I'd love to be head teacher of your old school one day. She, she went to Top Valley. Um, school or of the, the her rival school which is uh, Bigwood School um, because the community is very similar to my own so I was getting to that point where I was feeling a little bit stale in my role and I was looking for head teacher jobs so as soon as I had seen this job advertised I went home, told my wife, and we had the conversation about should I or shouldn't I apply, and it probably took less than two minutes to make the to make the decision, um, especially having come to have a look around the school and meet with some of the members of staff, and yeah, it just went from there. Really. Okay, so you walk into your job day one. Yeah. What are your priorities? If you know what what did you want to change did you have a little look at it did you yeah get a feel for it what what did you do yeah the biggest the biggest um issues that faced the academy when when we joined were aspirations 
So it was about changing the aspirations of, of the kids, making them realise that they could be anything they wanted to be. They all have that potential. And our role as educators is to try and help them to unleash as much of that potential as possible. It was about building their self-confidence and their self-esteem because a, a number of our students are just used to facing so many setbacks and knocks in their lives that they, they do have that feeling of, of I can't, I can't, why would these things happen to me? And then there's the, the, I can't make any, I uh, can't hide it. Um, the behaviour of, of students in the school was horrendous um, and was actually preventing them from being able to learn and, and, and learn well. And so the number one priority was to sort out the behaviour and the culture within the academy so that we could then work on the quality of education and link into to the, to the other priorities. Okay, how long have you been here now then? Um, about 18 months, So just, just under. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, based on some of the priorities, how far down the line are you to achieving overall? Overall, where we want to get to, we're probably about halfway there. Okay. Um, we, we, we've really motored on, on some of the really big priorities and now the other things that can happen because those bigger priorities have been put in place, we're starting to catch up on and, and, and build up on. But we had to get to a point of stability to be able to, to move forward in other areas. Okay, what you know of the estate then and, and the people who live on the estate, what, what do you think um, to, to the way the estate is? Is it a tight community? Is it divided? What's your opinions? Um. They're tight. The the estate's tighter than I than I thought it was when I first came, um. And the more I've got to know different parents and different groups and different families, the more I realise that even though they 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 might articulate it in slightly different ways, ultimately the vast majority of of people on the estate just want the kids of Clifton to be successful and they've got the same aspirations and, and they want people to show their children and the young people that they, there is another way they can achieve, they can be successful and, and they want a, a school that is committed to, to developing that. Um, and they, they want to work with us and they want to, want to support us and they want to work with our kids which is which is really really pleasing and there's so many different community groups that um are willing to work with our children and do work with our children and they're always so impressed as to to what high quality ambassadors um they are and how how the kids here are actually winning around some members of the local community who wouldn't necessarily have spoken so favorably about them just two or three years ago yeah, and I see that happening a lot on social media. So, you know, some of the things you get the um, the choir involved. Your connections with East Midlands Airport, you know, is fantastic yeah. to, to give that sort of insight to, to careers and that. Um, so, you know, I speak to quite a few people on the estate and there's definitely this sort of, it's changing. Yeah. It's going in the right direction. It, it's going to take time because you're dealing with a lot of people and a lot of staff and that, but... You know, that's the feedback I get. And I certainly notice it because obviously my son comes to the school and, and we chat quite regular. And, and some of the initiatives that have, have um, been undertook, um, 
are really, I think, now starting to bear fruit. So based on that then, what do you think to Jumpers for Goalposts? When I first walked in the door and said, I've got this idea, where are we now in your mind from when that happened? I think, um, I think again, like everything, it's a, it's a journey, isn't it? So where we, where we started off with of, of just a, a little idea sitting around the table in this office, I think it was actually, over a cup of tea. And we, there's been a few mini events that, that happened and we've had some of our students involved. I think what, what's, what we've done is we've learned from those events and the good things and the things that worked out we're incorporating into the, to the new event for the summer and the things that weren't quite so great or didn't quite work in the way you wanted them to work. They've either been binned altogether or they've been modified in some way. And because it's grown and because of the links that you've been creating and, and we've been creating, more and different people are getting on getting on board as well so it's it, it's it's got more of a focus i think that original event was quite a wide ranging remit and that was probably one of the mistakes of that event was we wanted to incorporate every idea instead of focusing on incorporating just a few basic ideas yeah and and it- and what struck me is, um, and I make no secret of this, is, you know, under the old regime, it was pretty tough for me to come in and have these conversations. But with you, it's been more of uh, open arms, let, let's at least chat. And it's yeah. gone on from there. And, and I know there's a lot of people on the estate who are impressed by that. And, uh, you know, the local police and obviously Lillian Greenwood's office, the MP, and Paddy Tipping's now getting involved in the next one. So... There's a lot of people on the outside looking in and going, you know what, great, it's bringing people together, the kids are involved, uh, it keeps Pete busy, very busy. <laughs> um, so, you know, I want to thank you for that and, um, you know, I'll always sort of champion my local school because this is a school I went to and obviously the new build over the, uh, we're sat in the new build and as I look out the window, that's where my old school was and what I would give to see it again and go around that building with all them people yeah. back in that time. Uh, but this is a fantastic building, isn't it? Just a it few, few words about the building. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're, we're very fortunate. It's about a five or six year old building. It's very, very high quality, high spec. Um, the team do a great work of keeping it in good nick. So it's, it's as good quality today as the, as the day it was built. And it's a fantastic resource that staff are really really lucky to to have to work in the kids are really fortunate to have and and people do appreciate that we don't have those same issues and worries that some schools have um up and down this country with leaky roofs and and leaky windows and poor central heating and boilers that might break because everything in here is up to date and modern and state of the art and is on a cycle of of replacement to to keep it that way so that makes my job easier because I don't have to worry about those things I can just come into work every day focus on the kids focus on our links with the community and and uh, get the kids a good quality education but getting the school back into the heart of the community because it is a community school um, by its very nature uh, it just needs to re-realise that and, and become central to the community again Okay, I know it's early doors, but what's your greatest achievement to, to date in the school? <laughs> it is early doors, you're right. Um, actually, I think my, my greatest achievement 
And the thing that I'm most proud of is um, the way the students have responded to the challenge that we've laid down, where we've said, this is what we expect of a Farnborough student. These are the, these are the character traits we expect to see you display um, day in, day out. And these are the levels of effort we expect to see you in, in your lessons. And they don't all get it right all day, every day. They're, they're teenagers. Of course they don't. But the, the cultural change and the, the change in, in their response to our expectations has been phenomenal. And it's helped us move as far forward as we have in the, in the time we've got. So for me, it, it's about that, the way the kids have, have, have responded to me. Yeah. I think it's tough being a kid in this day and age. I agree. Um, you know, going through my own experiences with just my daughter, for example, you know, zero contracts. Um, you know, hiring and then not hiring and, and all that type of stuff. I just think, you know, they, they do get a raw deal and I go as far to say I'm glad I was born when I was born. So it is it is a battle, isn't it? It is, it is. And they've, they face so many more different challenges to what you and I um, faced when we, were, when we were growing up. And where we were growing up, I think the, the mistakes you made got forgotten about really quickly, but there's a permanency to, to kids' mistakes these days with, with the internet and social media and the fact that everything's recorded. And, and they've got all of that to contend with on top of just... The changes to the education system that does make it more challenging for some for some children, and um, and, and all of the other things that that life throws at us. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to end it there because I'm sure in the future we can talk a lot more around what's going off and and some of your thoughts around you know what's happening in society. I mean, big on the agenda at the moment is obviously knife crime and things like that and. Um, Maybe we could talk about knife crime. Maybe we could talk about sports within schools because there don't seem to be enough sport like there used to be either. Mm. And I know the government are looking at now opening up facilities in school holidays yeah. and getting kids into the schools, etc. And I know we've exchanged a few articles about that and I'll always send bits and bobs because it's stuff you may miss. And it's just an interesting sector. So... Uh, Martin, I want to thank you for your time. I know, I know you're a busy guy and, I, and I'll tell you now... From my perspective of what I hear out there, you know, things are changing here and, and, and people are pleased with that and, and you know more people are getting on board and you can count on, you know, what we do to, to keep pushing things along and, and engaging and, you know, helping the school get the reputation where you want it to be, etc. Cheers, Pete. Thank you very much. Thank you.